A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My name is Simon Miller. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling. And if you can believe it, we are somehow halfway through 2021. I mean, where the hell did that go? But as we have reached this midway point, I thought I should re-put on my ups and downs hat, which I don't actually have at the moment, and take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and give the bad bits a down for everything we have seen in WWE so far. Of course, I'm always going to forget something because I've watched so much wrestling, I can't store it all in my brain because I'm an idiot, but that's what the comment section is for. But for now, let's up those downs for everything that I just said. We will start with a very happy and a very chirpy up and a, oh my gosh, you're the best, we love you, because come on now, this has to be some of the best six-month period that Roman Reigns has ever had, and he is getting it up. I know that he's a massive dick, and I know that he's an asshole, unless he's around here, because he'll shoot me with a harpoon gun, because he has been manipulating the ship out of Jimmy and Jay Uso, and sure, the storyline has gotten a little bit repetitive, but I don't care, because when the narrative is this good and I'm so invested, just keep giving it to me and washing it in my face. He also had tremendous matches with the likes of Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens and Cesaro and this is the tribal chief, the head of the table, whatever you want to call it, the big dog I have wanted since day one. And I actually was never against the original incarnation of Roman but you just knew it wasn't true to who he was whereas what's he doing now is flubbing great. The big question of course whether he does meet John Cena at SummerSlam and if he does then does he go on to take on The Rock and my word my brain will explode but right now in July 2021... He is getting a massive thumbs up. As is one of the people I just mentioned, that being the Swiss Superman. Because I always feel really sorry for Cesaro, even though he doesn't need my sympathy, because he must be one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he's been one of the best wrestlers in the world for the last 15 years. And yet when it comes to world wrestling entertainment, he never really gets the opportunity that he deserves. So given that he finally was allowed a Universal Championship match and he totally smashed it, well, it just made me feel all warm and fuzzy down in my tum-tum. Now, we don't really know what the rest of the year is going to hold for him. And this is WWE, so they may just forget. But I just want to give him as much praise as I can. And I have the opportunity to do that here. So I take the praise out of my pocket chuck it into his face. And we shall continue on the positive love because we do get in our time machine and go back to the Raw Rumble, which was right back in January. I thought WWE did a pretty good job. And it wasn't just the fact that the Men's Raw Rumble was excellent with Edge winning to start this crazy storyline of, oh my gosh, I had to retire 10 years ago and now I'm going to try and become the champion again. 
But the last two people in the Women's Royal Rumble were Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, and that's exactly the kind of thing you want to do. Because right away, even if you never watched NXT, you would have gone, oh my gosh, it's like brand new stars. I'm going to get invested in these people. And ever since then, Rhea Ripley's gone on to become the Raw Women's Champion. Bianca Belair has become the SmackDown Women's Champion, and it actually feels like we're making some progress to have some fresh and new faces on the card. And you always want that, and you always need it. But that also meant that we did have two good rumbles on one solitary evening. And while maybe we could have all used more surprises, I get it, pandemic, what are you gonna do? Here come the Ghostbusters. But trust me, back in the day, sometimes you only get one Royal Rumble, and it would absolutely suck. So we get a couple that ticked my box. Well, that is just something that I'm never going to complain about. Which brings us on to the first down. For those people that are about to go crazy, just wait five minutes and you're going to find out what the surprise twist is. But look, I haven't really been into all that stuff when it comes to Alexa Bliss. Down. I think I came to the realization why this is the case on a recent episode of Raw Ups and Downs. And it's because I'm just not scared of what she may be able to do. Like when you're watching a horror movie, the whole point of being scared of the serial killer is because you think, oh my gosh, they're going to kill some fools. But Alexa Bliss isn't going to walk up to Shayna Baszler and stab her in the face. So instead, when she's got a doll Lily just going, hey, hey, I'm going to turn the lights off. I'm like, okay, I can do that from home. This is always met by people going, oh, well, you didn't mind when The Undertaker and Kane did it. And I'm like, no, I didn't. But I was in a completely different time of my life then. And this is just not what I want for my wrestling at the moment. Sometimes you can have the exactly the same storyline, but in different periods. And over here you love it. And over here you don't like it because that's called having a brain and that's called life. I don't understand the comparison. But here's the big spin that you won't have seen coming. In terms of WWE trying something new, in terms of Alexa Bliss and how she adapted to this persona and how she pulled it off, I'm gonna give it an up. Because even if I don't like it, that doesn't mean that WWE shouldn't be trying new things. And I'm always over the moon when they do. We watch, even if you just watch Raw, you are watching 52 episodes every single year. I don't care who you are, there is no way any company on the planet is going to be able to satisfy you for that many shows. So sometimes you go to accept things and sometimes you go, okay, I'm just gonna move past this. And it was just so nice to get a little bit of creativity, even if it wasn't creativity, that made me feel excited. Now I'd be happy if we did this all the time, as long as we recognize when things are working and when things aren't working, because it does tie into the next down, which is Raw after WrestleMania 37. Because honestly, how many weeks did we get the same matches or the same storylines or the same talking segments or the 24-7 title just going round and round and round and round? For a good while there, I was like, man, I'm Bill Murray. I'm Bill Murray. This is Groundhog 2, and I'm going to be stuck watching the same episode of Raw for the rest of my life before I realized, wait, this is a different episode. We just happen to be doing the same thing. I mean, it was boring there for a little while. Boring! I would be sat on my sofa, sat on my ass, just staring at the screen going, I can't believe that we're still doing this. I cannot, how many times am I gonna have to watch these people fight? It didn't make any sense. And to this day, to this point, I still don't know what the hell was going on. Now, thankfully over the last few weeks, it does seem that we're coming out of this lull, but my word, did it just want you to punch yourself in the head? I remember I gave it a down, but quite clearly it's a down. But it was not as bad as what gets the brown down for this half of the year. I know this is gonna split people down the middle, but never ever forget that during a lumberjack match between Damien Priest and The Miz, we heard zombies. 
ground down. Now the big issue with this is that it was a paid for advert by the Army of the Dead movie. And look, if WWE wants to make a bunch of cash, they're a business. That's the whole reason for their existence. But as a fan who tuned into a pay-per-view, I didn't know what the storyline was. So am I meant to think the zombies are canon now within WWE? And if they are, do you know what? That's cool. But why are John Morrison and The Miz now not part of the undead? Because I saw their faces get eaten. Then they just turned back on to Raw and they were making jokes about it. Don't put the punchline on me. I get bullied enough. And this doesn't fit into the creative argument either because it was retroactively fitted around it. And I'm sure Damien Priest and The Miz could have had a super duper good lumberjack contest. But you can't when you have to be like, oh no, there's zombies outside the ring even though it was just a bunch of people in makeup. Apparently WWE is planning to do more of this kind of stuff because the rumor was they got given one million dollars so it's hard to criticize it but I'm still going to criticize it because I don't want zombies in my wrestling. This is like Sting coming to the ring with Robocop that happened like 25 years ago if not longer and we still all take the piss out of it. Why the hell would you want to repeat that? The sadness continues as well because WWE needs to get over this obsession with breaking up groups out of the Hurt Business. The last time I saw Shelton Benjamin, he was fighting for the 24-7 championship and Cedric Alexander was losing to Jackson Riker. So who the hell did this help? down. It was just too soon. It really was. The Hurt Business was some of the coolest stuff that Raw had done in ages and they actually came across like a badass group. And I thought, oh my gosh, we can eat this out probably till next year's WrestleMania and then maybe we can do Bobby Lashley in MVP versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. And Cedric especially will benefit from this because he needs a bigger platform. But then we just took it and we flushed it down the toilet. And to this day, nobody has explained why. Even the story we were told was a bunch of gibberish. And wouldn't Bobby Lashley's reign as WWE Champion have been so much better if he had been walking out with these guys? So I shrugged my shoulder. And we had that weird sort of few weeks and all of a sudden T-Bar and Mace seemed to be the new Hurt Business. Flub me, that sucked. As the WWE Champion's name has come up though, I'm going to draw him into the conversation. I'm also going to say the words to you, Drew McIntyre, and then I'm gonna take the finger of power and I'm gonna give him an up. Now I do admit that their feud has been going on way too long. We probably should have stopped it a few weeks ago. But honestly, if you sit down and look at the sheer effort and the sheer match quality they have brought us from January all the way through to July, well, who the hell is gonna be upset with that? These two guys have come into their own. Drew McIntyre seems to have forgotten how to have bad matches as well. And you can put him against anybody and he will smash out a classic. And it's just so nice to see Bob as the WWE champion and having a super duper proper long reign. I genuinely thought he was going to lose at WrestleMania and I was happy to be proved wrong. I'm also going to assume that he will get through Money in the Bank and still be holding the gold. And imagine he finally gets his match with, say, Brock Lesnar or even a Goldberg at SummerSlam and he beats them as well. I know you may not want to see it, but it is good for Lashley's CV. I am ready for this. And what I wasn't ready for was when we got to April 2021 once again, we released a bunch of wrestlers down. Now, I know, I know, time and it's a business, wrestlers come and wrestlers go. Okay, but I can still be upset about it and I can still raise my eyebrow at some of the people that were released, like Samoa Joe, Alistair Black, the Iconics. These ones just don't make any sense because they would make your product better. 
It's like someone saying, hey Simon, do you want luxurious hair? I'm going, no thanks. I want to stay being a bald asshole. The joke's on me. And I'm never going to take any pride or happiness in somebody losing their job, like some of these crazies on the internet. And also, don't do that thing where you go, I can't believe they hired Eva Marie, but they fired all the other people. Be pleased and be happy that people are being employed, especially during a pandemic. I'm sure as the world does slowly open up again, everybody that did get released is going to land on their feet and they'll absolutely smash it. But look, if I'm a promoter of a wrestling show, I wouldn't have gotten rid of any of these dudes and dudettes. Forget to say dudettes. It is truly baffling. Let's just talk about WrestleMania 37 now. Up. I mean, just think of the amount of good matches that we did have. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair was brilliant. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, already gone over that. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens doing their feud on the biggest stage of them all. And we had Bad Bunny just going, oh man, do you want the best celebrity wrestling appearance ever? No problem, dial me in. Also, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro was an absolute highlight. And WWE proved that maybe we can do a two-night WrestleMania going forward, because I was kind of pumped for both days. Now, obviously, the ultimate vision for me is to do one, but top it out of four and a half hours, but it seems like World Wrestling Entertainment is never going to be able to do that because they think the content is king. But still, despite crazy weather situations and at one point going, wait a minute, is this going to be cancelled? I thought WrestleMania 37 will be looked back on with a lot of joy. And all I want in my life is joy, hence why I gave it an up. Which of course ties directly into the fact that fans are back. Now, we only got a small taster of this at WrestleMania, although we are on the cusp of them coming back properly. And as we have learned, wrestling without fans, well, it doesn't suck and everybody did a decent job, but it's just not the same. And there's just nothing really to sink your teeth into. Which, of course, means the silver lining to all of this is now that I'm excited about that. Like I keep thinking, what's so special about that SmackDown before the Money in the Bank pay-per-view? And it's the fact that there's going to be bodies in the arena and that the Raw that's coming up next when I'm recording this, but maybe not when you see this, is the last one we are going to do in the Thunderdome. And the Thunderdome was a terrific creation, but am I done with it? So I suppose the reason I am giving this up is because WWE made the best of a horrible situation and they thought creatively and they thought on their feet. Got to give credit where credit is due. Didn't I already say that? It's just a good phrase. Let's hope too, now that we are going to have proper shouting voices, that we actually pull the trigger on a bunch of new stars. Because my word, do we keep dropping the ball down. Now, I'm sure I'm going to forget some people. And again, let me know in the comments below. But Liv Morgan, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, Damian Priest. These are all people that I would enjoy to see in major storylines and actually be able to develop week in and week out. But they just come and they go and they come and they go. It doesn't make any sense. And sure, a few of the people I've just mentioned seem to be on the cusp of something big like Ali and Liv Morgan. But how much trust do you actually have in the process? How many times do we start a story and then three weeks later, the story has just vanished? And you get your detective hat on and you're trying to find where it is but you never are able to uncover it because it's been buried under the carpet. So just stop it. Just stop it now because I need newness and I need freshness. Why do you think people get so excited when bread comes out of the oven? Because they smell it and it smells delicious and I want to get a whiff of good narratives going up my nostrils so I can feel the same. I don't know where I'm going with this. Just push some new people. And talking about doing the same old thing rather than coming up with new ideas, we really have to kill, at least for a little while, the distraction roll-up finish. Down. Now, I started counting these at the beginning of the year, and we are up to 76 distractions across Raw and SmackDown. That just sounds a little bit creatively redundant to me, and has got to the point that I expect those more than a clean pin, 
and no wrestling promotion on earth should be able to say that. Because it just wears you out and we are well into the whole lack of diminishing returns. And when you are watching wrestling, you want to be on the edge of your seat going, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. But now nine times out of 10, I do. Somebody's music's going to hit or someone's just going to appear randomly. The wrestler in the ring is not going to be able to handle this. They will be distracted. Then somebody used the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, surprise roll up, and the match is done. And I look at the wrestler that's just lost them going, don't you watch the show? You should be learning how to defend yourself against this. End this. I tell you what hasn't gotten enough love either, even if it has fallen off the rails a little bit recently, everything with the intercontinental title. It finally feels like a belt we can respect again. I'm giving it an up. And sure, the major reason for it hitting a wall is because we were meant to have a feud between Big E and Alistair Black. Then Alistair Black got fired, then magically Big E was back fighting for the Intercontinental title. But not only did he have a great reign, it sparked everything with Apollo Crews. And while I understand that's a talking point in itself, I think this is the best Apollo we've seen in WWE so far. We also had all those multi-man matches with the likes of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn actually felt like they wanted to become the Intercontinental Champion. And this is much better than those periods when I would sit down and my brain would go, Simon, who is the IC champ? And I'd be like, you know what, brain? I have absolutely no idea. Also, we should really stop having this conversation because other people around us are having a look. I always worry that WWE is going to forget about this because of everything else we've said in this video. And we do need to stop Apollo Crews and Biggie having matches because they've had way too many. But we do have something here. We just need to pull the trigger and execute it. So let's hope it ties into fans coming back and people like, oh my gosh, I love the Intercontinental Championship. Because you know what? I do love the Intercontinental Championships. It is one of my favorite belts in the world. I am not kidding. So there you go, the ups and downs for 2021 WWE so far. Of course, like I say, I will have forgotten about some. Let me know in the comments below and let the debating begin. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.